Father God, today's message comes to us from the book of self-love, self-respect, mental well-being. Woo! Father God. There are many names it could go by, but Pastor Petey don't have the best vocabulary on earth. And this may come as a surprise to y'all, but we're shooting from the hip, Father God, making it up as we go along. Let's start in chapter 1. Father God, it reads, Give yourself a damn break every now and then, Father God. Woo! There are many phrases we could use, but let's list a few. Along with, give yourself a damn break. Relax your ass. Take a damn chill pill. Calm your ass down. Sit your ass down. And if I might break into song, don't worry about a thing, baby girl, because every little thing is going to be all right. Now, I'm probably already getting some feedback, Father God, because, of course, that is not always the case. I know it to be true. When we are talking about true depression and anxiety, you can't just flip a switch. Pastor Petey can attest to that. And there is true trauma in this world. There are true atrocities in this world. And sometimes, Father God, as depressing as it is to say out loud, sometimes things, there are situations where every little thing might not be all right. But we are only navigating in the waters in which we can control, Father God. Because there's no point in delivering a message on the things that we cannot. Can I get an amen? Situations is like your bowels. If you can't control them, put on a diaper and hang on, Sister Peggy. Hold on now, Pastor. Didn't mean to single you out, Sister Peggy. You know we love you and your squash casserole. I just want to sit here and say that you, yes you, whoever's sitting here listening to this, whether it be on your Substack app, your podcast app, whether you're doing it on your phone or your desktop, you, you are doing your best and you're doing good enough father god cut yourself some slack listen right here it goes out to the parents who think they ain't enough pastor Petey's gonna get real with you maybe talk a little bit about his own life give you a testimony as it were father god pastor Petey didn't have his first youngin until he was 35 and a couple months years old father god In the grand scheme of things, a young man, striping man, healthy man to a certain degree, Father God. But in the South where he was born and raised, damn near an old maid when it comes to siring a child, Father God. Most people that Pastor Petey knows had done had they fourth or fifth by that age, Father God. Some was welcoming, welcoming a grandchild at that age, Father God. Back in the 20s, Father God, a 35-year-old man was done a great-great-grandpappy, needed someone to help him work the fields, Father God. Uphill to school, 15 miles both ways, Father God. Pastor Petey was so nervous, Father God. Yes, by, by all means, at 35, he was far more mature than he'd ever been in his life, but he was worried, Father God, did he have what it takes to raise a child. Did he have the maturation for such an undertaking? Lord, he was filled with despair. He went to his best friend and someone who was, even though only two years his senior, a bit of a role model, Father God, and someone who he thought to be one of the greatest father figures he 
knew, not to himself, of course, but to his children, someone he looked up to and thought, well, if I'm going to be a father, I'll be like him. That was Trey Crowder, Brother Trey Crowder. Pastor Petey said, Brother Trey Crowder. Pastor Petey was crying, by the way, like a little baby. Tears flowing down his face. Pastor Petey, ain't ashamed to admit it to you. I'd been drinking the devil's sweet tea, Father God. That's whiskey and a whole lot of it. And I cried out to him, Brother Trey Crowder. I'm so worried about having a child, bringing another life into this world. I'm so afraid. What if I'm not good at it? I want to be good at it so much, Trey, but what if I'm not? What if I don't have what it takes? He said something that stuck with me, sticks with me to this day, changed my perception on everything. He said, Brother Cora, let me... Brother, brother, excuse me. Brother Pastor Petey, let me say something to you right now. Something you may not understand, but something that I know to be true. The fact that you're sitting here crying and slobbering, the fact that you're sitting here worrying yourself sick and in tears about the fact, worrying so much that you might not be a good father, that you care so much to come and confide these feelings to me, says all I need to know, tells me that you're going to be a great daddy. And children of the flock, he was correct. I am a lot of things, but a bad father is not one of them. And I have the coffee mug to prove it. So let that be some advice to any of y'all out here on Substack who are planning to have a child or maybe you just had one. It might sound too simple to be true, Father God, but the biggest thing you can do is just give a damn. Can I get an amen? Amen. I'll tell you another thing Pastor Petey was wanting to relay to the crowd that had just crossed his mind. You know, they'll tell you, I, people was telling me, Pastor Petey, you're going to be a father. Or Pastor Petey, you've just had that young and you got to read this book. Father God, you got to read this book. It'll teach you how to be a daddy. It'll teach you how to raise that young and what to do, what not to do, Father God. Every which book you read will have conflicting answers, Father God. It's just like bacon in the 90s, Father God. One year it's good for you, the next year it's bad. We don't know what to do. 1996, we all had to finally learn how to spell triglycerides, Father God. We ain't been the same since. Pastor Petey's learned a new trick. You don't have to read any of these boring-ass parenting books. No, no, no. You want to learn how to be a good father, good mother, good parent, whatever it is you want to call yourself. Ain't no reason you can't be entertained at the same time. Here's what Pastor Petey's going to suggest to you. Instead of reading one of these parenting books, just read you a book about the golden era of Hollywood and do the opposite of what these child stars' parents did to them. Woo! Father God, rest in peace, Judy Garland, son of a bitch. Woo! Lord have mercy. Not only them, but any, hell, any rich and powerful or successful person at least the ones who are rich, powerful, and successful, but you know are just a little screwed up in the brain, Father God. The ones you can tell are not happy. I assure you, Elon Musk has all the money in the world, but and this isn't confirmed, but you just know that at some point in South Africa, his daddy whipped him with a burlap sack full of them emeralds, Father God, and they were not conflict-free, either before nor after, Father God. Judy Garland's mother used to have them shoot her up with meth. She was smoking cigarettes when she was eight, trying to keep the weight off. And oh yeah, she was successful. 
Father God, but they barely had a relationship and she was not happy. I guarantee if you could go back in time and ask young Judy which one she'd choose, a happy relationship with her mama or all the success in the world, we know what she'd choose. Pastor Petey don't need some fancy parent guide to tell him that my baby boy just wants me there, wants me to be kind to him. Of course, it's my purpose to help him become successful, to carve a path of his own, to be able to take care of himself when I'm gone, Father God, which with my age and cholesterol might be, Father God, sooner than most kids his age, unfortunately. Woo, Father God, getting grim. But the fact that I give a damn is pulling so much of the weight. And let me get back to my original point. You are enough, Father God. You might be sitting there thinking that you're not the best friend, you're not the best parent, you're not the best co-worker. We live in a world, Father God, that expects so much out of us. Expects us to give 300% when we might only have 20 in the tank, Father God. Lord, Father God, I thought I was by myself. Here comes a Boy Scout troop. But point is, Father God, a lot of these things we just put on ourselves. Your friends appreciate you more than you know. A lot of these things are all in your head. Just the fact that you show up, just the fact that you send the occasional text and show them that you care means more than you'll ever know, Father God. And I'm speaking from personal experience. You might not have time, Father God, to fix your husband a five-course meal, but send him a titty pick while he's at work, Father God. And I promise you, he won't need his truck because he'll do backflips all the way home, Father God. Gentlemen, I would not advise reciprocating with a picture of your winner unless she gets down like that. However, I doubt she does because I, I fear that the beauty of uh, both genitals are not comparable, Father God. But again, the point is, this world takes and takes and takes, ask us for so much that instead of realizing how much it is that we give, we fear that we haven't given enough, Father God, when in fact, we've given so much. And we ought to pat ourselves on the damn back for it every now and then, instead of burying our heads in our hands and feeling as though we've let the world down. Now that said, there are some sorry sons of bitches out there, and if you're one of them, pick it up a step or two, Father God. But today, consider this Sunday here at Pastor Petey's, a place of rest for souls distressed, Father God. Just remember that when times get tough and you've had enough, just tell the world they can suck a butt. That didn't all the way rhyme, Father God, but it did a little bit. Y'all remember, don't do nothing I wouldn't do. But if you're going to, Father God, do it twice. <laughs>